Effective communication skills for convenience store managers. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome store managers to this edition of Thrive from C-Store Center. Thanks for joining in today. In this episode, we will delve into the exciting world of effective communication and how it applies to your role as a convenience store manager. Now, I know what you're thinking. We talk to people all day. Why the formal training? Good communication isn't just about talking and listening. It's an art and a science. It's about ensuring the message you intend is the message someone receives. With all the customers, vendors, and employees you interact with, getting that message across right the first time is essential to avoid misunderstandings and keep your store running like a well-oiled machine. Clear and concise communication strategies. Let's start with the basics. Clarity and conciseness are your best friends in everyday communication in your store. Think of it like this. If a customer is looking for a particular snack, it's much more effective to say it's in aisle three on the top shelf rather than a vague over there on one of the shelves, maybe by the chips. Be direct and provide the information your listener needs with as few words as possible. Remember, folks, time is money. You're running a busy store, so keep your communications focused and to the point. The quicker and clearer you are, the faster you can resolve issues, help customers, and get back to the tasks that keep your store running smoothly. Okay, let's take a deeper dive into clear and concise communication. It's the foundation of understanding, and I like to think of it as your communication GPS. Just as a GPS needs the exact destination to get you there smoothly, your words must be clear and well marked for your employee or customer to arrive at understanding. Here's how to map it out. Ditch the jargon. Think about how confusing it is when a mechanic gives you a rundown of your car problems using all those technical terms that sound like a foreign language. It's frustrating. The same applies to your store. Don't assume everyone knows what planogram reset or FIFO means. Speak plainly. It's not about dumbing things down. It's about ensuring everyone is on the same page. Okay, let's dive back into that first core communication principle, busting the jargon. Imagine you're new to the convenience store game, trying to make heads or tails of your manager's instructions like this. Prioritize merchandising in caps before cycle counts, and make sure we clear any out of stock and address backroom discrepancies. Huh? It leaves you lost and unsure how even to begin. Let's clear up that messy word smog. What is jargon? Industry jargon is shorthand only understood by people deeply immersed in the business. To others, it's a foreign language barrier. It might feel efficient for you, but it excludes folks not already in the know. For managers, that can lead to confused employees, vendor mishaps, and even disgruntled customers who feel out of the loop. Speak plainly to get the job done right. Instead of fancy terms, break things down into simple steps anyone can follow. Need shelves cleaned? Try, please wipe down shelves one through four, remove dust and straighten items. Do you want your stock rotation to be flawless? Instead of FIFO, explain, put the items with the soonest expiration date at the front. New stock goes in the back. See, it's just as effective, but now everyone gets it. Jargon gone wrong, a lesson learned early in my management career. I love dropping that new lingo I'd learned. One day, I proudly directed an employee to execute a planogram change. Blank stare. Turns out, he had no idea what that meant. After walking him through a reset, item by item, I vowed never to make someone guess what I was trying to say. The beauty of ditching jargon is that it builds clarity and creates a team atmosphere. Communication flows smoothly, employees feel confident in their tasks, and your store operates better overall. It's an easy change with massive long-term payoffs. Specific instructions, clean the shelves is about as helpful as telling someone to go outside when you're aiming to hike that mountain. 
Instead, try Please Wipe Down Shelves 2 through 5 in the snack aisle and remove expired products. Specific, actionable, and to the point. Let's get specific, folks. When giving instructions, think of yourself as a master chef issuing commands in that chaotic kitchen. Every action has to be precise for that dish to reach the table without turning into a burnt, bloopy mess. The same goes for running your store. The more defined your instructions are, the better the results. Here's how to break it down. Get rid of the ambiguity. Saying reorganize the soda section creates about a million ways for your employee to interpret that task. It leaves them guessing, wasting time, and ultimately making you more frustrated when things aren't done exactly as you'd envision. Ditch vague wording and get detailed. Action words start with strong ones. Instead of saying the display needs attention, try restock the candy shelves. Place the newest items at the back and remove any expired product. It guides your employee through a sequence of actionable steps. Numbers and quantities, how many, how much, when. Instead of some, try three boxes. Rather than later, try before the afternoon rush. You create a tangible goal line when you give specific quantities and deadlines. A messy case from the past. My team knows cleaning the beverage coolers is one of my pet peeves. Early on, I'd bark that order, big mistake. That meant different things to different employees. Sometimes, I'd find sticky shelves, while other times, expired drinks were still lingering. Once I created a quick checklist detailing precisely what clean meant, wipe shelves, check dates, organize by type, restock front facing, my cooler issues faded away, and miraculously, that task got a lot less annoying to tackle. Being this specific takes more time initially, but that precise messaging upfront is an investment. It prevents errors, saves you from having to repeat yourself, and builds a sense of confidence for your staff. After all, isn't a well-executed task worth more than repeating one repeatedly until it happens to click? The power of visuals, it's no secret that humans are visual learners. Sometimes, a quick sketch, a visual checklist, or a demonstration can explain something far better than just words alone. Need to update shelf displays. Instead of a lengthy description, a photo will clarify your expectations. Okay, folks, get ready to unleash your inner artist dot 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 sort of. We're not talking about painting masterpieces here, unless you're also secretly talented in that realm. Instead, it's about recognizing the incredible power of visual aids to boost clear communication in your store. Why? Because our brains love them. Let's look at why your words sometimes need a visual psychic. Attention grabbing, ever have your eyes glazed over listening to a supervisor ramble on and on about new procedures. We've all been there. A visual, a photo, a simple diagram, even a clear hand-drawn sketch, breaks up the monotony and reignites focus. Understanding complex ideas, if words fall short when explaining a complicated new product layout, how to assemble a seasonal display or the best way to reorganize the backroom, let visuals do the talking. Seeing the finished outcome gives way more clarity than explaining every step verbally. Bridging language barriers when English isn't someone's primary language. Training and instructions can be an uphill battle. A well-made visual demonstration or photo sequence cuts through language differences. Picture-perfect success story. We always struggle with those multi-week sales featuring rotating promotions and different displays. I used to describe where each item went week by week painstakingly. Total mayhem. Once I started printing labeled maps of the shelves for each sales change, things were suddenly smooth and fast. Employees could confidently reference the visual in stock, and I felt way less stressed. The best thing about visuals is that they don't need to be fancy. Sometimes, a quick note with an arrow is all it takes to point someone in the right direction. 
You'll be amazed at how even the simplest images can save time, prevent confusion, and make training much more effective. You get a picture-perfect store operation. What's not to love? Let me know if you want more ideas on incorporating visuals into your daily communication. It's my secret weapon for running a tight ship. Quick story time. We once had a newer employee who kept restocking items behind older ones on the shelf. Now, placing new stuff at the back seems obvious. No one wants expired milk. But without that being explicitly spelled out, they were doing what seemed logical at the time. A simple conversation would have prevented that mistake, but once I created a visual diagram showing our restocking system, that issue was squashed. Communication made easy. Think of clear and concise communication as the secret sauce to running your store efficiently. Imagine if every message to your team and customer interactions were free of confusion. More gets done, fewer mistakes happen, and everyone goes home feeling good and tired dot 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 the kind that comes from a busy but productive day. Decoding nonverbal communication. Did you know that much of our communication isn't even with words? That's right, I'm talking about nonverbal communication, those facial expressions, gestures, and body language cues that speak volumes. As managers, being able to read those cues can help you understand what's going on even when someone isn't saying it out loud. Let's take a frustrated customer example. They might not verbally tell you they're upset, but you'll see it in clenched fists a furrowed brow, or tense posture. Recognizing these signs gives you insight and allows you to adapt your communication to de-escalate a situation quickly and effectively. Now, let's talk about the fascinating world of nonverbal communication. This is where you become a mind reader, picking up on those subtle cues that people may not even realize they're sending. It's like learning a secret language beyond just the words they say. Here's how to crack the code. Facial expressions, the face is a treasure trove of information. Consider an unamused customer frowning when you mention a product is out of stock, compared to someone smiling brightly because you found that rare snack they've been searching for. Pay attention to these little shifts. They're clues about how your message is landing. Eye contact. Someone engaged and interested will tend to maintain eye contact. If someone's gaze wanders, they might be bored, distracted, or uncomfortable with the conversation. Use these cues to understand if you need to explain something differently or reframe your approach. Posture and gestures, watch for crossed arms and legs, which can signal defensiveness or an open posture that suggests comfort and receptiveness. If someone avoids using their hands to gesture, it could mean they're self-conscious or trying to withhold information. Anecdote alert. I once had an employee who always verbally agreed with their assigned tasks, but gave off a different vibe non-verbally. Shoulders slumped, eyes downcast, he didn't seem confident at all. That's when I knew asking simple clarifying questions would be more effective than just giving orders. Turned out, he didn't want to admit he'd never done the task before and was afraid to ask for help. He was golden once we got that cleared up with a quick demo. See, mastering nonverbal communication can make a huge difference. Whether you're dealing with a frustrated customer, negotiating with a vendor, or even giving feedback to an employee, reading those unspoken signals helps you understand a person's true thoughts and feelings. That awareness becomes your management superpower. Group discussion, sharpening your skills. Let's switch things up, folks. What better way to improve communication skills than to get talking to each other? I want you to break up into smaller groups and pick a typical scenario you faced in the store. It could be an employee conflict, a scheduling issue, or even a pricing discrepancy with a vendor. As a group, talk about how you could have used clearer communication to resolve that issue effectively. What were the misunderstandings and how could you have rephrased things? We'll share a few insights after some discussion time. 
Okay, team, now the real magic happens. Let's put our communication skills to the test with a bit of group brainstorming action. Remember, two heads are better than one, and collaboration sparks excellent ideas. Why tackle communication hurdles alone when you can tap into the collective wisdom of your fellow managers? Here's how it's going to work. Scenario selection. Think of those times when communication got tangled dot 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 that heated exchange with a disgruntled customer. A miscommunication with the delivery driver that made for a chaotic backroom. Or maybe even a team member misinterpreting your directions with embarrassing results. Choose one scenario that sticks out. Get into your groups and dive into it. Communication breakdown. What happened? Where did the message get garbled? Was it unclear instructions, unspoken expectations, or perhaps nonverbal signals misread? Dissect the communication like CSI for missed cues and errors. This is where you get to play detective. The perfect message, imagine a rewind button. Now craft the ideal communication. Is it a clearer delivery of the original message? Could a visual aid have helped? Is a change in tone needed? Get creative and think outside the box. Let's turn those past stumbles into triumphs little success story for you. We once had a recurring issue with the morning shift not fully setting up the coffee station. Notes were left and the task was repeated verbally, but still. Half-empty sugar canisters and mismatched lids ruled the counter. Finally, it was during a group session like this that the problem was pinpointed. Most of the morning crew were recent hires from countries where self-serve coffee isn't common. Once we created a photo diagram of the perfect setup, boom, the problem was solved. Communication isn't one size fits all. These group challenges aren't just about pointing out who did it wrong. They're about finding those communication style discrepancies and creating solutions that bridge the gaps. This type of teamwork makes managing smoother for everyone. Role playing exercise, customer complaints. Okay, it's time for a little reality check. Let's put these skills to work with role playing exercises. Handling customer complaints requires tact patience, and staying calm under pressure. I'm going to need a few brave volunteers. We'll simulate tricky customer service scenarios like wrong prices, missing items, or product dissatisfaction. Active listening, empathy, and clear solutions are crucial to turning that disgruntled customer into a happy one. All right, crew, it's time to get serious but also fun. Role-playing exercises might bring back memories of awkward high school theater practice, but let go of any nerves. They're your playground for practicing those communication skills in a safe space before hitting the real-life counter with a frustrated customer. Let's tackle a few of the classics you'll face out in the wild. Scenario 1. The Missing Item Customer agitated, excuse me, the online inventory showed six sodas in stock, but your shelf is empty. Why do you waste my time like this? Manager, calm and empathetic. I understand your frustration. Sometimes technology isn't perfect. Let me double check in the back room. Perhaps we received a new shipment. Can you please show me a photo of the exact product from our website? That will help locate it quickly. Scenario 2. The sticker shop. Customer baffled holding a snack. Is this price correct? This tiny bag of chips cost way less last week. I'm not paying that. Manager acknowledging their surprise. It seems there might be an error with the price tag. I apologize for the confusion. Let me scan it at the register and verify the cost. In the meantime, are there any similar snacks I can show you if the actual price isn't in your budget? Scenario 3. The disappointing product. Customer holding a crumpled item. This was supposed to be a birthday gift. Look at this. It's ripped and dented. Who sells damaged stuff? Manager, sincere apology. I am so sorry. That definitely shouldn't have been out for sale. 
I'll gladly check for another of the same item in better condition. If we don't have one, could we refund you or help you find another gift of equal value? Quick takeaway from a messy past situation. A customer once complained about a faulty product causing quite a mess. My first instinct was to deflect, pointing to the manufacturer's return policy. Big mistake. The customer went from mildly annoyed to full-blown furious. That's when I learned that even amidst chaos, taking ownership of an issue with genuine empathy is far more effective than passing the buck. Remember, these are just starting points. Role-playing is about flexibility and finding out what feels natural for you, but always aim to prioritize solutions and respect. This little practice stage helps build confidence to act, not react, when issues arise. Conclusion I hope our session today has given you some tips and tools for refining your communication skills. Like any skill, it takes practice to become a master. Remember, clarity and conciseness win every time. Keep your messages simple and direct. Nonverbal communication speaks volumes. Be observant and pay attention to the unspoken signals. Think before you speak. Those extra few seconds can prevent miscommunication and headaches. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. Here are some reflection questions to leave you with. 1. In what situations do you find your communication most challenging? 2. How can you better incorporate nonverbal cues into your daily interactions? 3. What can you do to create a store environment that encourages open and honest communication? Strong communication isn't just a soft skill, it's the backbone of a well-run, successful convenience store. So, get out there, keep practicing, and watch how those improvements benefit your staff, customers, and bottom line. I look forward to your insights and questions. I am working on two exciting things I hope to have ready in the next few months. One is a digital newsletter or magazine for store-level employees called C-Store Thrive. I will share more information when the time comes. I will also start a podcast to talk to employees like you who keep the industry going. Let me know if you want to share your story with the industry. Please email your questions and comments to admin at cstorecenter.com. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Thrive from C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode. Thrive from C-Store Center is a sink or swim production.